Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, thank you very much, Doobie. Welcome to our second hour for this uh, Saturday afternoon. Lovely Saturday, lovely week we've had. I hope that uh, you will get in the habit of tuning us in every... uh, Every uh, Saturday, I never got my text sent to my pastor with my suggestion for a topic for the... Well, anyway, thinking out loud there, I will get that done. Um, hope we'll be a regular part of your uh, Saturday afternoons as we talk gardening. And I hope you'll stop in at the Ace Hardware store down the street from me and let them know that you're listening. They all participate in this, and I thank them for that. Um, the uh, I don't have a question of the week right now. I really don't have anything that is just a burning question. Uh, a lot of lawns are turning brown and not looking too great right now. Part of that is because they have dried up. It's gotten dry, if you hadn't noticed. Some lawns, uh, some areas have had good rain. The farther south you go, the more rain they've had. But uh, but other areas are, are very, very dry. Uh, and there has been quite a, an influx of army worms a week or two ago, and, and they will strip the the uh, blades off Bermuda grass. And so if you have Bermuda grass and you find that you just have wiry stems left out there, that may be what happened. It's a good idea to fertilize your lawn with an all nitrogen, high quality fertilizer with 30, 35% of that nitrogen in slow release form and then water it in well and, and uh, the grass will rebound pretty quickly. So that would be, I guess, maybe a fairly common question for this uh, time of year. Let, and that is sponsored. We'll just give that attribution to Whiskey Stone. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been fulfilling dreams of people like Neil right and left all the time. I love this place and it's so much fun to tell you about it. I met Mike Wisnand when I was doing my All Texas All Garden show at the Arlington Convention Center. It's been 30 years ago, I guess, and he and his young son Derek came in to bring stone to the exhibitors. They were using his stone in their in their booths to to landscape. And I said, well, who is that guy? And I went over to see Whiskey Stone right after that and have been a very faithful customer and also a very proud advertiser for them uh, ever since. You'll love this place. 22 acres in size. You'll be greeted when you go in their, in their sales building and you'll be helped. They have really helpful sales staff. They'll take you around, show you the different stone. They have stone for every purpose in your landscape, whether you're putting in a patio or a drive, or whether you're putting in a walkway, whether you need a retaining wall, whether you just want decorative stone, uh, maybe the river rock, like I mentioned to uh, Chris, for uh, for a retaining area of a bed. Maybe you need decorative gravel. Uh, you could also uh, get uh, uh, boulders. Maybe you're building a... Um, uh, for example, a fountain. All of that available to you at Whiskey Stone. Now, they're open Monday through Saturday, not open on Sundays. So make note of the address and head on out right now if, you, if you're if you out and about. They are a destination place to go. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. So if you can't go today, go another day. 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, 817-429-0822-whiz-q.com. That's Whiskey Stone. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you. And uh, we go right back to our phone lines. Chris is still there. I did not quite finish up with Chris, and I want to be able to help him. Chris, where did I where did I run off the track? Yeah. Let's see, we were talking about how to, what are the options for containment to keep the moat from... Um, washing downhill and i think you mentioned two say some river rock is one and then there's a certain kind of mulch that seemed to be seemed to stick to the ground this this clay i can't i can't remember the name of that well cypress mulch is what i was thinking about or cedar mulch you know when you um when you strip a the bark off a, a red cedar 
um, the the cedar trees around here. They, it comes off in 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 pieces, in like hair, and and that's what I'm talking about. That wouldn't be what you'd want, but something that has that kind of a a fiber to it that might work. Or pine needles, if you can get some pine mulch. Perhaps a better. I had another idea. However, gravel might be a a, a nice look i don't know without seeing your landscape it's really hard to tell you might be able to get a a a golf ball sized gravel that wouldn't wash like the other mulch does i'm not really big on gravel in landscapes because it can be thrown it can be picked up by a mower um it's just it's kind of hard to work with you never can rototill it into the ground when when it wears out like you can with bark mulch but but it's something to think about the river rock idea i've used a lot of river rock in my landscape uh, just place down in the ground, uh, think of a softball or a baseball. You place it down halfway into the soil, and it just stays there. And and it acts as a barricade to whatever might be coming past it. It can be used as edging, or it might be used as a barricade for your mulch. Eventually, the mulch would accumulate behind it, and you'd have to do something with it, but at least it wouldn't wash clear down the hill. Maybe I that think, would work. Yeah, just And you put the mulch on the... On the containment side of it I see. on the uphill side and and like i say it's yeah. still it may still wash down to the rock and you may have to go in there with a hoe and just drag the hoe along parallel to the the line of river rock gather the mulch up and convince that it needs to go uphill go back up there it's where i put you you might have to do that but just it, you wouldn't have to get it off the sidewalk at the bottom of the hill I see. I'm going to go and do that to that crepe myrtle, cut that down down to that uh, as low as I can, and yes, then sir. watch it grow. Just watch it grow back. One yeah. quick last thing. Whenever yes. I'm putting down Bermuda, uh, I heard that in order to get it to stick to the clay, you do either green rock, green sand, or lava sand, and then on top of that, topsoil. Is that a good idea to get Bermuda to grow? And I not hang up what, and listen. Not, not what I do. No, let me tell you. What I do is I use a rear. I don't use either of those products in my landscape. What I do, Chris, is if I'm rototilling, if I'm getting a, a, a clay soil ready for planting Bermuda grass or any grass seed, I will use a rear tine tiller where the tines are behind the wheels and because they pulverize the soil much better than a front tine tiller will. And uh, then I will rake the side. Don't, you don't have to go down very far. You just have to go down two or three inches. And then you rake it smooth to establish the growth the way it needs to be to drain away from the house. Then I sow my seed and water lightly uh, to get the seed down into that tilled soil. I don't mix any of the sand in or anything else. I just, uh, I just do that. Okay, and you don't put on any sod over that? You said seed. I didn't hear the word sod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I meant uh, sod. Before you put the sod down, I'd heard uh, the, that you the bed the bed soil. preparation the bed preparation. I'll never forget Dr. Richard Miller at Ohio State on my master's degree program uh, in turf. He went on to work for Chemlon for many many years. Uh, Dr. Miller said bed preparation is the same whether you're seeding, sodding, or hydromulching. You do it this very same Got way it. I just described. Yep. Hey, I got to run. Appreciate appreciate your call always, Chris. Thank you, sir. Pete and Dallas should be coming up next. Let me tell them about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Everything I just described is covered in the uh, in the book, and I even show you some of the river rock that I've used in my own landscape. Not that that matters, but there you are. It's your go-to gardening reference, self-published, so I could have the book I always wanted for you. I could work with my own team chosen by me. Uh, instead of having to take whoever showed up at the first meeting at a publisher's uh, business. Uh, this way, uh, be very candid. I'll tell you exactly where we had our first meeting. It was with people I'd worked with for many, many years. Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, and Carolyn Skye, who is the most incredible editor I've ever known. And uh, we met at upstairs at the, uh, the, the big dining table at Market Street on El Dorado Parkway in McKinney. And we worked for about an hour and a half just brainstorming what a book could look like and if they were interested. And they said, we are interested, and away we went. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you need to know to get started. Chapter 2 is the calendar, 48 pages, 4 pages per month of everything you need to do in that month in your landscape and garden. It's a perpetual calendar. You just start over again in January, 
when you finish out a year. It tells you what needs to be planted in that month that's that's critical to that month. You plant asparagus in January. Do you know that? That's needs to be there. You transplant all your woody plants in January. That's the time to do that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected, sprayed. Chapter 3 is a really detailed chapter on trees, and then chapter 4 is shrubs, and then vines, and ground covers, and annuals. Oh, that one's comprehensive. And perennials, and lawns, and fruit, and vegetables. I worked a month actually six weeks on almost all, a month on every one of these chapters. This book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. It's in my garage. It's waiting to be signed. The uh, hundreds of copies that I have there and more waiting to be delivered to me from the printer. So here is the way that you uh, get the book. It's, It's not out there anywhere else. 344 pages, 840 photos. You can either order it from by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. That's an O, not a zero. 1-800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. I sign every copy, and uh, I do it as it sells. And uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I offer a full refund. 67,000 copies sold so far, not one request for a refund. Order it at neilsperry.com. I'll be signing tomorrow evening. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. We have Lentz Landscape Lighting at our home, and folks, i got to tell you, it is absolutely gorgeous all year, not just in the growing season. Mm-mm-mm. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks, and I am here to tell you we have a Traeger 885 Ironwood wood pellet grill. We love our ironwood grill, and I'll bet you would too. I hope that you uh, will go into Ace and let them show it to you. They, it, that's a, uh, a model that is proprietary to Ace Hardware. Once the folks at Ace have helped you, you will see why I tell you they are so very, very special. Take your grilling skill to the next level with the Traeger Ironwood 885 Wood Pellet Grill. With Wi-Fi technology and smoke science for major flavor and amenities like TurboTemp Grill Guide and D2 Drivetrain for faster heating, this grill is taking wood-fired cooking to a whole new level. I watch my I'm not much the chef. My wife is, and she gets her iPad all hooked up. She's been researching on the iPad uh, the uh, various uh, um, recipes that the Traeger people have uh, posted. There are thousands of them, and uh, some of them are just exquisite. And you will enjoy this so much. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, and they are where you can go in and try out. Uh, the uh, uh, take a look at the Traeger Ironwood 885 wood pellet grill. You're not going to try it out. Don't take your steak in with you. But it's uh, just a great place to shop and a great place to get your your Traeger grill. Free delivery for Ace Rewards members on orders of $50 or more. Talk to your local Ace store for details and delivery area. Traeger Ironwood 885 wood pellet grill. You will be just as excited. That's what we're going to be cooking on tonight. I know it is. I'll help. That's just uh, that's something she enjoys so much. The Traeger Ironwood 885 wood pellet grill from Ace Hardware. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods. Ace is the place with a helpful hardware folks. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. All right, David, what an expert he is, what a good sales rep he is, and what a nice friend he is. Thank you, David, very, very much. We go back to our phone lines. We go to Pete in Dallas. Pete, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Pete. Thanks for taking 
Thanks for yes. taking my. Uh, You're on the I air. You're good. Yeah. Okay. I have a trio of cedar elm trees. Around it, I have a retaining wall. Uh, it, basically, it's uh, like a, a, a cylinder cut diagonally. So it's on a slope, and it's on a slope. That trio of cedar elm does obviously drops a lot of leaves at this time of the year, or it's going to be. It's falling into a mix of Bermuda and um, uh, St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. What I wind up getting is a lot of, and it's just a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't mow maybe at the proper time, but I'm, I try to watch my height, and the, the two grasses grow at different times, or at different heights, and this is this is facing the west, but uh, what I'm looking, what I'm asking for is, what do you recommend for a kind of a, a desatcher? I do have a lot of grass in between the blades of the uh, the uh, uh, Bermuda, and that's also where the leaves settle over the you know the winter, et cetera. And you know my lawn just doesn't my my mower just doesn't vacuum it all up and keep it nice and clean. Is there some kind of chemical, uh, natural or synthetic, that you might recommend that I should put on my yard? I don't think so. I don't think I want to go there. Um, number one, the, the thing that will help organic matter, and that's what that is, decay more rapidly would be nitrogen. The bacteria that, that do the decaying, uh, feed on nitrogen. I don't think I want to okay. be putting nitrogen out on a lawn area uh, at the times that those leaves are going to be sitting out there in the biggest number. That's going to be in late October, November. I, I don't think you want to have nitrogen on your lawn at that time. Pete, have you thought about just uh, getting a, a, a pretty good power blower and just blowing down into that to just poof it up and 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 then using your mower with a with a, a bag and and getting them off there, putting them into a compost pile somewhere, or at least getting them somewhere else away from that one spot. Um, that's what I would do. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. Sound I, like you love my idea more than anything I've ever suggested to you. <laughs> I, I I wish I did love that idea, but I, yeah. I I'd have to. It's money. I. Uh, I guess I was looking for the alternative is to go out and buy a, a new blower. Uh, I, I do like my Ryobi battery-operated one. Maybe it's just not enough to really blow those leaves out. But, um, I mean, leaves and uh, trimmings from Bermuda and St. Augustine. But I, uh, is it just a matter of time of the year when to put that nitrogen down? I mean, if that's the, if that's what really breaks up uh, this organic matter, I'm I'm not I'm not willing to say I'm not willing to suggest that you use nitrogen to break down all of that organic matter. If you have a healthy, you have three cedar elms. Yes. If you have three healthy cedar elms, and they're going to drop their leaves over a, a four-week period. Even though the leaves are small, they are very fibrous. They're very tough, like canvas. And they will decay fairly rapidly. I have a cedar elm, and they decay fairly rapidly. I don't have any problem with it in my in my lawn. But that was a shaded area. The pecans are more of a problem where my cedar elm is than the cedar elm was. And the St. Augustine's gone because of the pecans, not the cedar elm. But, but I never had a, a big backwash of leaves uh, from the cedar elm. Um, but I would, if if you're going to allow all those leaves to get lay there and and uh, or a lot of them, they're going to amount to several inches of leaves that will pack down and then start to decay. It, it's going to be, it's just going to be a mass, and I don't think you want that. The nitrogen alone is not going to solve your problem, and there's no miracle product. You can there there are plenty of products that will claim that they will do what you want, and they are quacks. You would never hear me advertise for them. You would never hear me touch any of those things. Say a good word for any of them. 
There are plenty of them out there in the marketplace, and you need to run from those. Uh, the best thing you can do is to get that stuff off. You don't need that much. What what I tell people when they're using a mulching mower is use it 50 weeks out of the year, but for those two weeks that you have the biggest amount of leaves coming down, whether it's uh, big red oak leaves or whether it's tiny cedar elm leaves, for those two weeks, you need to blow or mow those leaves, uh, blow or rake those leaves off to the side and mulch them over there somewhere where you don't return all of that organic matter to the soil. It's too much. It's too much organic matter in a hurry. So mm-hmm. that's the best answer I have. And, and stay away from any of the, of the miracle liquid dethatchers and don't try nitrogen. Nitrogen is what you're talking about what would nature use and that's what nature would use to to break it down that's that's why when you have too much fresh organic matter like fresh manure uh, or fresh wood uh, sawdust that you put into the soil that's why it ties up the nitrogen there's no nitrogen for your plants that you're growing and they turn yellow that's because nitrogen is being used but anyway well and and to quote to wrap that up I, i do this again this is a slope and again, the, uh, the the turf is not maybe uh, solid enough or, or healthy enough to support um, some of the soil. So consequently, on this slope, when the good rain falling through the uh, cedar elms, it's doing a pretty good job of washing or eroding the soil. Is there a decent soil uh, top coating that I could? find it used to uh, used to you used to hear about people who did uh, uh top uh, top dressed your lawn for you were they using a loam or something like a sandy loam or a, oh a my goodness no hill. no 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 that's not going to make the grass grow any better that's probably too much shade that's where you need a ground cover that will hold the soil and that will will take will tolerate all of this organic matter you probably need to switch over to mondo grass and not use this as a lawn but use it as a a lovely area to view with a seating area or pathways or whatever i'm i'm out of time i've got to move but but you probably need to go to something like mondo grass monkey grass that's what i've gone to because i had trees and couldn't grow i told you my saint augustine's gone because of the shade and that's what i've gone to and it's worked out beautifully and and those cedar elm leaves would filter right into that and not be an issue that's probably what you need to do but do not put top don't top dress that that would that would kill the grass you have and anytime you start adding soil over tree roots you run the risk of putting too much on and killing the trees too so anyway yeah thank you very much you bet pete i'm sorry i didn't have a miracle answer for you that's what it would take all right lisa and coppell i'm sorry you're having to wait so long but i'll try to help my best give it my best shot folks we have two lines open if you want to get involved it's uh, 888-787-KLIF 888-787-5543 well wild birds unlimited you need to get there there are three stores that uh, sponsor my programs and uh, they're pretty special people and you need to go see them you need to see david at 5715 west lovers lane next to nicholson hardy and uh, that's just uh, that's a nursery and garden center and that's a couple blocks that's not even that far it's a block west of the tollway so that's uh, the uh, wild birds unlimited at 5715 west lovers lane the east dallas store that's ron that you'll meet and he's the one who actually got me started as uh, uh, with wild birds and i am grateful for ron Really grateful. 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. So say hi to Ron. And the McKinney store, that's Bertie. And Bertie's, Bertie's a sweet person. Uh, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. And uh, that has been voted store of the year a couple of times. Nationally. Oh, my goodness. So you need to go and see Bertie. So after you're through with going to all those stores, <laughs> hope you'll do that. You need to look at their hummingbird feeders because they have hummingbird feeders that will bring those wonderful acrobats right to your backyard. I got our hummingbird feeder all cleaned up this morning and resupplied, and the hummingbirds are just fabulous. We uh, we we enjoy them very very much, and you will too. They're migrating through town right now, so help them. 
before they start flying out across the Gulf of Mexico. You can help sustain them. Stop by Wild Birds Unlimited. Talk to them about all your other bird feeding needs and take a look at the bird housing that they have and the uh, the other feeders that they have, all the different kinds of bird seed that they sell. These are the pros, and they are the people with all the enthusiasm. Dallas, 5715 West Lover's Lane, East Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird, and McKinney at 3001 South Harden. On the web, it's wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds, unlimited, bringing people and nature together. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. KLIF, Neil's Phrase eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. Want to see what it looks like? Well, go to the place where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe. It is free and always will be free, uh, but you have to sign up for it. Can't do that for you. You have to go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Then click on the eGardens tab, and uh, you will uh, be able to sign up and also see the most recent issue of eGardens. I think you'll find that you really do want to uh, have it, get it each week to your email. It comes from my computer to your email Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. It's always a featured plant of the week, always a featured question of the week, and always gardening this weekend, or I point out the things you need to be doing in your landscape and garden on that weekend. Take a look at it. Sign up. I'll look for you at Niels Ferry's eGardens on Niels Ferry. Com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. So let's say that you've been blessed with a long, straight sidewalk or a patio that's just square, and you want to break up those straight lines. How do you do that? Well, you do it with a bed. You do it with a, a curved bed. You can use a supple garden hose on a warm day. Have a friend stand at one end of the hose and you flick the hose around until you make a gentle curve. Don't get it too curved. It'll become distracting. Then you begin to group your shrubs. You group them in natural clusters of like kinds. Use two or three or four kinds of shrubs in those groupings. Then you have a very natural-looking landscape. It'll be wonderful when you do that. And uh, then don't shear those shrubs into unnatural shapes, into globes or into squares or other things. Let them grow naturally. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. If you have trees, you need to know the name Arborological Services. These are the experts. These are the experts your trees deserve. They've been serving the Metroplex with the very finest in tree care since way back in 1981. They are the people who do the tree work at our house. Nobody else is going to touch our trees. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. People come to them to be hired. They don't search. They don't have to search. People come to them to be hired. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their staff. Three of their people, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters, have been selected as Texas Arborist of the Year. That's a singular award that's given to one person in this state each year. And to have three of them on one team, oh my goodness. Now, no one compares to the great work done by Arborological Services, whether it's for routine tree maintenance work or whether it goes all the way to uh, uh, damage assessment and appraisal consultation. Uh, maybe it's a removal of some tree in a really odd place. Whatever it is, it's Arborological Services for the very best. They are serious about trees. They are serious about doing your tree work perfectly. Give them a call. They're strictly a local company, but they have a toll-free number nonetheless. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Again, the website is arborological.com, and the phone number is 866 866- 
1-800-552-7267, Arborological Services. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570-KLIF, com. Wortham Brothers, the leaders in roofing, Texas premier roofing contractor serving the whole Metroplex, all of North Central Texas with the finest in roofing since 1986. I have the blessing here on the air of being sponsored by some of the finest companies around, and this is a great example. They do all kinds of roofs, composition, clay and concrete tile, metal slate. They do flat roofs. They do new and residential re-roofing. If you have hail or wind damage, even if you're not sure, let them take a look. They'll go up on your roof. Don't go on the roof yourself. You have no business being up there, certainly not if you're uh, anywhere near my age. But uh, to the point, let them go up and look. They'll do a very thorough inspection of your roof. They'll bring photos down and discuss with you what they have found. If there is damage, they'll tell you that. If there is not, they won't create it. They won't. They won't. lead you down the line like some companies will. Uh, They will tell you what the damage is and uh, what it would cost to uh, replace or repair that damage. I am really happy to have this company as an advertiser. They put our roof on, and oh my goodness, it's made a difference. In fact, they gave us the 40-year roof. Is that what I'm needing to say? It's the high-impact roof with continuous ridge vents. They made a huge difference in our house, in our utility bills, and in our insurance. And uh, they can do the same for you. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. WBRoofing.com, 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Our number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I have a mic at this end of the line also. That's Mike Bass running my program for me. We have time for another call beyond Lisa, probably. And so just to give you that heads up, if you'd like to call, let's go to Lisa in Capel. Lisa, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I am interested in finding a landscaper who can help me both with some of the February shrub damage, taking shrubs out, putting new shrubs in, as well as fixing a lingering drainage issue. And I wonder, is there a professional association for these sorts of people, or what's the best way? Because I've asked word of mouth, and I'm just not finding that people have used landscapers much. Oh, my goodness. Yes, there is. There is a, a very good uh, professional organization, outstanding professional organization, and that is uh, the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association based in Austin, uh, TNLA. Uh, I'm a lifelong member of TNLA. In fact, it was the Texas Association of Nurserymen when I joined as a 14-year-old. I, I had to lie about my age. Don't tell anybody. Um <laughs> The, uh, they, they merged with the Landscape Contractors Association to form the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Um, and, and they have certification programs, Lisa, that, uh, uh, prove that the people know what they're doing and there are, uh, contractors who do the, the drainage side of things. Um, Generally, if you go into an independent retail garden center, that's where you will find members of TNLA. Uh, there, you can find by going to the website of TNLA, uh, Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, you can find a membership list. Um, they will help you. Um, probably, uh, if you were to contact the, the folks at Callaways are extremely active in TNLA. Uh, they have uh, 100 uh, certified nursery professionals on the on their Callaways team uh, here and in Houston. Uh, so they're, I'm, I'm not saying that all of those people are landscape contractors, 
and nor are they experts in drainage, but I'm just saying that they understand TNLA completely. Um, so that's one starting point. Uh, they do have some people who do landscape planning and uh, who also are, are well-versed in uh, uh, that organization. Uh, another thing you could do would be to contact... Um, you could you could call TNLA directly in Austin and ask for uh, mm-hmm. a, a membership list since you've presented it that way. Uh, you could call Gretchen at my office or better yet email Gretchen at SperryGardens.com and okay. ask her and, and I'll work with Gretchen to get you a, a list of some people. Um, the, the folks at Southwest Landscape Nursery, it's a wholesale nursery in Carrollton, work very actively with TNLA. They're very active. The, the current uh, board chair of TNLA is the lead sales person there uh, at, at Southwest. You know, they don't want hundreds of people calling them for this kind of information. I'm probably going to regret having put that on radio, but, <laughs> but, but uh, Adrian would help you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll try to find you somebody who is just really, really good. The drainage issue needs to be done properly. And there are some companies that really specialize in French drains and and how to install and how to get water off the property. I have an, an issue like that myself, and I understand it. And uh, uh, I've been really involved in the last couple of years with TNLA and, and more so than ever. And uh, I just it's a wonderful organization. Well, I'm so glad to hear about that, and I will follow up. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Good luck with it all, and we'll sure try to help you. Have a great weekend. Oh, I will. Same to you. Thank you. Yeah, if you, We live at the bottom of a hill, and I have a paved stone driveway that heads toward our front door, and the water has never come down the driveway and been a problem. We have grating for that and all kinds of drainage, but it now comes from another part of our yard back toward the, the front door, and I'm having to having to take out some landscaping I put in because I just didn't use my didn't use my level uh, like I should have. Anyway, those things happen. Um, trying to think what I need to tell you to make sure that we have everything up to speed, but I think we're good. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is now in its fifth printing. It is your go-to gardening reference. I'd like to get a copy of this to you. Uh, sooner rather than later, so it would be of help to you in your fall landscape projects. Fall is a great time for landscaping. And uh, this book, uh, I'm going to kind of detail the chapters to you. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening. This this chapter applies to all of the other 10 chapters that follow. Uh, For example, soil preparation, doesn't matter if you're preparing soil for uh, a flower bed or a vegetable garden, soil preparation is the same, so it needs to be in Chapter 1. temperatures of the of the various parts of the state that applies to all the chapters so it goes in chapter one um hardiness zone explaining the hardiness zone that needs to be in chapter one all these things are in the in the basics chapter up front then you get into chapter two which is a calendar now i used to put a calendar at the bottom of the page on each page of my annual texas gardening calendar i put a, a things to do in this month uh, section down at the bottom. Well, this is a very much expanded version of that. Four pages per month telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month uh, for the whole year. And so you can page through and find out what you need to do in September. What do I have ahead of me the next couple of weeks while it's still September? And then chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 344 pages, 840 photos. It's a hardback on high-quality paper. It is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You have to order it from my office or from my website, and then we'll get it signed. I sign every copy as it sells. And then we box them. I'll be helping box, and we'll get them to the post office probably Tuesday, and it'll be to you very shortly thereafter. The book is only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. That's because it doesn't go through a publishing house. It doesn't go through a distributor and through retail stores. It comes directly from my house to your mail mailbox. So 
That's $36.95 plus tax and postage. Satisfaction guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. So uh, you can order it from neilsperry.com or you can call my office, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769 or at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now because Ace is the place. Ace is the place that sponsors this entire program from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock every week all year long. Thank you. Thank you, Ace. And, folks, if you'll get into your local Ace Hardware and let them know that you appreciate that, that would really be a nice thing to do. Ace Hardware has a great sale on Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food 32010 for all grass types. Now, you hear me tell you not to use any phosphorus on your lawn. Well, there you go, 32010. Ace is the place that has that. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to get a great deal on Scott's Turf, Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food 2199 Save an extra $2 off. For Ace Rewards members, limit of two bags. Fall is the best time to feed with Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It builds strong, deep roots for a better lawn come spring. The lawn food is formulated to deliver the nutrients lawns need in the fall to repair the damage from the heat, the drought, and the activity of the summer, and that damage of last winter, too, for that matter. It improves your lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. It can be applied to any type of grass at this time. That is Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food 32010 for all grass types of 5,000 square foot coverage. And it is only $21.99, an extra $2 off for Ace Rewards members. Limit of two. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community deeply, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Jen, thank you very, very much. And uh, Sonia in Fort Worth, I'll come to you in just a little while. I have a guest right now, though, I want to uh, invite into my program. This is our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, dot, 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 and downtown Melissa, Texas. How about that, Tommy? It sounds nice, doesn't it? How about that? What a great day, Neil. Good to hear your voice today. Well, thank you for joining me again. We're going to talk about doves in just a minute, but we have something very special to announce to the people. Tell us what that is. So we have been in Melissa uh, for nine years. We started a little congregation there. It has grown, expanded. Uh, we've built the building, and this Sunday we will consecrate a brand-new church building in Melissa to the service of the Lord and to the witness of Jesus Christ in the world. Uh, I'll be there. My bishop, my district superintendent, members from both of our churches will be there uh, in two services. It's going to be a great day of prayer and celebration. What, uh, what times, Tommy? So at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Uh, we will be in worship, and we are looking forward to that greatly. How much fun that can be. Kind of give us a history of the, the land was given on Highway 5 in Melissa. That was prior to nine years ago, or that was nine years ago? No. That, so nine years ago, we sent a crew uh, up to Melissa, and they just started and began work there and began recruiting members uh, a couple of years after that. Uh, church members, the Littles in our church, uh, helped us buy land. They eventually donated that land to this cause. Uh, and people from First McKinney and from Melissa United Methodist 
have given generously, which enabled us to to get that property, to build the church, and to be in the place where we are today, where we have a brand new building and a thriving congregation in Melissa. Oh, that is just so exciting, and we uh, were able to, and and you encouraged us all the time to drive up and see the girders up and see the the people there, and we got to watch them worshiping out uh, outside their church and and uh, waiting for it to be finished, and and it just that was an evening service. I know Lynn and I were out running some errands. Oh my goodness, look at our meeting right now, and it just was was just wonderful, Tommy, and and what a what a nice family of uh, Methodists to be members of. We are the First United Methodist Church of uh, Virginia and Melissa. And Pastor Stacy has done such tremendous work. She's an amazing preacher, and she started a coffee shop there in her church. And Neil, you can go up any morning, buy a cup of coffee, and help support that ministry. It's, It's a great, great thing. Well, she loves that, and you can tell by the smile. She loves her church and loves being involved. Yes, she does. So, good job. All right, so who are you leaving behind at the at the home church tomorrow? Well, <laughs> Somebody Josh, better be there. Uh, <clears throat> Josh is going to be thinking about me in the morning. Uh, Pastor James is going to be preaching in the sanctuary. Uh, he always does a tremendous mm-hmm. job, and Abe will be preaching in the contemporary uh, services and uh, you know most all of my pastors will be at the main campus uh, tomorrow, which gives me the freedom to run up and and uh, have fun in Melissa. So I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna play in the morning, <laughs> folks. You can uh, you can see all this happening. I don't. Will that be live streamed up there? Perhaps not. Yes, it will be, and and you oh, can you goodness. can access that through our website. At oh, through sharing the org sharingtheheart.org folks you gotta gotta join us sometime it really is very special sharingtheheart.org first united methodist church of downtown mckinney just about uh, two blocks off the square in downtown mckinney northwest of the square tommy thank you for all of that now tell us about tell us about doves we have doves in our area how many species one or more than one? Oh, i you know i've i've identified in my little book i think seven different species, and there's more than that. Yeah, there's quite a few throughout the, the United States. Uh, but right here where we are, the most the most prominent, of course, are rock doves, which we call pigeons, um, but also mourning doves and white-winged doves. Um, mm-hmm. All three of those are very common birds uh, in this area and related to one another. They're, they're from the family uh the word is is our word columbarium comes from that. Um, they are columbi, so that's that's the name of the species, and they are wonderful little birds and and fun to watch and beautiful to listen to. You can hear them cooing. Uh, a lot of people think they've got an owl outside their back window, uh, the way the doves coo, but but it's really a morning dove or or a white winged dove sitting out there. And, a lot of our hunters really love the white-winged doves around here, uh, Neil. So uh, I know, I know, Tommy. I know. I live near the Corps of Engineers land. I know all too well. Yeah, yes, not you a hunter, Tommy. I just, I just hunt them with binoculars. That's all I use. But yeah, I'm with you. But, uh, but to each I don't own. judge. Oh, no. Gosh, no. Well, well, that's super. Well, I appreciate you very, very much as our pastor and as our uh, as our our guest here on on birding on the on the on Saturdays as well, Tommy. You're wonderful. Oh so. yes, and doves are such an easy bird to identify. A great one to teach your children and grandchildren when they're first starting to identify birds. Yes. So get out there and see if you can see some doves. I'll bet we can. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Thank you, Tommy. I'll see you at church. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to go to Sonia in Fort Worth right now. Sonia, thank you for waiting. How can I help you? Oh, thank you for having me on. I have an area in my front area. I'm in West Fort Worth, and there's since the freeze, we've had low-lying areas where water would stand in the crust. It's actually formed a crust on top of the soil. It's a black, real thin, maybe a millimeter or two, and I'm wondering if lava sand would help me hold some moisture in there, or should I just turn it into a flower bed? Hold the moisture in. So you're saying that the, yeah, uh, the crust is dry. All right. Is this a low spot? It is. And there's several throughout my front yard. Okay. A low spot is not going to be a dry. You don't need to add sand to. I, 
to hold moisture in a place. Um, okay. What was there before the freeze? Uh, Bermuda grass. All right, and why do you Bermuda grass did not freeze in the freeze anywhere in Texas? It came oh, out okay. fine. Yeah, it came out fine after the freeze. So the fact that it is not there now is has nothing to do with the cold. Um, okay. Are there trees overhead? No, there are not. It's open sun. All right. And what would have caused the Bermuda grass to die in that area? I am not sure. We've been in the house a little over a year and a half now, and I, there has never been grass in those areas. And we notice when it rains oh, okay. a lot. Well, but oh, hang on. I thought you said Bermuda grass had been there before the freeze. Well, it's it's around, but there's just little puddles of just empty spots in our yard. All right. So well, let's let's around. back up to answer your question. First of all, lava sand is not something I I particularly recommend. Period. Okay. So, and and it will not help improve moisture retention at all. Organic okay. matter would do that, but I don't think you need organic matter to get Bermuda grass to grow. It will grow in our black clay soil just fine. There's another reason, whatever it is, that Bermuda is not growing in that area. Either it's not getting enough water or it's not getting enough nitrogen. Um, there's something it's not getting there. You might want to uh, take a, a metal rod or a dowel stick or something and, and pound it in a few inches and see if there's a rock in there or something. Uh, just okay. to see what's going on, because there's some reason that, that the grass isn't growing properly, and you need okay. to explore that. But the lava sand is not an answer, no kind of sand, nothing. Uh, I, wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't even add the organic matter, like I mentioned. I, okay. I don't have an answer because I can't see it. If I could see it, I could. Right. Help. Well, I will try to figure out what it is, and if I can, I'll send you a picture. Well, there's, yeah, with Facebook changing its formatting, there's no way to send a photo now or post a photo, That's unfortunately. True. What I would recommend, that, that happened in June, and I, I'm still trying to figure a workaround. What I would do is take a photo and get into one of the Callaway's nurseries and one of their master certified nursery professionals and let them see it. Take a real photo. Don't just take it in on your phone. Print it on good photo paper and let them okay. see if they can figure out what might be going wrong. I'm out of time, but hopefully that could That's help. Wonderful. Folks, I'm on WBAP tomorrow morning, 8 until 10. Mike Bass will be there with me as well. Uh, running that program, too. Thank you for listening. Happy gardening.